Welcome to Hachzik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Shalom Aleichem, everybody. This is going to be Thursday, number 39, in the Hale Gashara Betachen, and we're up to page 157. So, the Chobol had told us that a person is supposed to get into work in order to make his basic needs, and if Hashem decides to send you more than that, you should know how to go about it, how to give it out to other people. But you shouldn't try to push yourself in other avenues in order to make income that is in excess of what you really need. So you got to figure out in your heart what exactly it is that a person needs. But now he talks about people who believe that this prosperity and money is going to come from how they're going to push themselves to get their fortunes. You're going to find among certain people. So he just told us before, people who want to go after money because they want a lot of honor, because they want a lot of covenant. He said, you're never going to make enough money for that. And to, in truth, you're missing out on Alam Haz and Alam Haba because the real covenant was something that you should have figured to give to Tamid Chachamim and to have given out money to the poor, etc. That's where you would have gotten it. You have people who are running after money. Somebody who, he's achieved. He's got to that financial goal. By one of the means that, that, that we've said before, he became a businessman. He really pushed himself. Or maybe he got it from inheritance. Now, he may think that, uh, that it was his effort, it was the inheritance, that brought him this financial success. And if not for the fact that his rich uncle died and left him $10 million. It was from my rich uncle. It wasn't from Hashem. And so therefore he praises the fact that, ah, oh man, I love that uncle. He went and left me all that money or all of my business acumen had gotten me to this point. I didn't want to buy. I didn't want to sell. The Kamahudoma Bizeh. And how similar is he to Adam? Like a person who's in the desert and he's dying of thirst. And he finds a certain bar, he finds a certain pit that it has water, but it's, you know, it's not really such sweet water. Now, he's thrilled over the fact that he can have this water. It doesn't taste so great, but he drinks to be able to take care of his fill to be able to take care of his um, his thirst. But he travels a little bit further and then he finds a spring that's actually full of yummy sweet water. He's so upset because he drank the first water and he filled himself with it. Meaning, he thinks to himself, had I only gone a short distance more, I would have found this delicious water. I wouldn't have had to drink that disgusting water. So to this wealthy guy, who he ended up with his money through a very specific means, that he had to go through hard work, or that his uncle died, and he credits it to that. Had that been withheld from him, he would have attained it through a different way. It would have come to him regardless. Like we said earlier, that it's, Hashem can give you or do anything. So 
this person now. If Hashem had ordained that a man be safe from poverty and become rich, he's capable of channeling the money to him through the most unlikely source. Meaning that that water inside the desert was going to come to you either way. This money over here was going to come to you either way. You're going and you're pinning all of it on the Siba that it came from. That's, that's just the incorrect way of going about it. Recognizing the true source here on the bottom. Typically, one who earns a lot of money thinks that his efforts are what brought him success. Will prove his point from the fact that the harder he worked, the more successful he was. And the Navardic Yeshiva that would relate a parable to highlight the fallacy of this proof. A peasant once visited the big city for the first time and they showed him a train, telling him it was capable of transporting passengers much faster than the horse and buggy was used to. He sat in the train and it pulled out of the station, but as is invariably the case, it proceeded slowly at first, chug-chug, chug-chug, until it could pick up steam. Seeing that the train was moving slowly, the peasant thought the train doesn't move fast at all. So he got up and began banging on the walls of the car, just as he was accustomed to hitting his horse. The more he hit the walls, the faster the train went. So he thought, ah, the horse and the train are the same. The proof was that his efforts yielded the same apparent result, namely, the train moved faster. The moral is that Hashem powers each person's train, but people think that they have to beat its walls and constantly exert great effort. They prove their point from the fact that the harder they work, the more successful they are. In truth, however, they need just the ordinary amount of Mishnadlis because even without excessive effort, their train would just move as quickly. As explained above, however, this applies only when one has proper bitach and then Hashem is the one who provides. If one believes that his success stems from his efforts, Hashem allows him to work harder and continue to see the error, meaning that it's only if you believe that Hashem is the one running it. If not, then like we've explained from the beginning, then you're creating it that you have to work harder. You're making it that Hashem can't give it to you more because you put your trust in other things and then talk you're right. You'll have to work harder in order to make it. It's completely up to you. Have a great day. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.